welcome to Ringside Chaos, the professional wrestling discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. The only professional wrestling podcast in the world where pro wrestling is discussed passionately, with confidence, with great knowledge, and most of all, in the most sophisticated way. So brace yourselves, ladies and gentlemen, because chaos is about to be unleashed. Welcome to the most must-see and must-listen-to professional wrestling podcast in the history of the world. Welcome to Ringside Chaos, the professional wrestling discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast and Paint Train Pipe Bomb Productions. There is no need for introduction, ladies and gentlemen, because you all know who I am. You all know what I do. And you know my motto, the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help me God. And ladies and gentlemen, the truth of the matter is, recently a story about Shane McMahon going back to WrestleMania 34 has resurfaced based on the words from none other than the road dog himself. Now, speaking of Shane McMahon, he recently made his return to WrestleMania, which we will get to that, okay? And speaking of Shane McMahon, there's a lot of things about him that I really want to talk about, including what happened at the Royal Rumble in 2022. But like I said, we will get to that. So speaking of Shane O'Mac, <laughs> well, before we get to the WrestleMania thing as well, I really want to talk about the stories that have recently surfaced because of something that the Road Dog has said on his show. All right. At WrestleMania 34, Everybody has heard the story. They've even seen the video of what Brock Lesnar did after the show ended. Because as you will no doubt recall, the main event of that WrestleMania was Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. And what you will also recall is that during the match, to say that the fans were displeased with how the match was going would be an understatement. I've seen the match. You've all seen the match. So you all know how the crowd reacted. And I've spoken to some of my buddies about this match. Some of my buddies who have been on this show. Mark Broderman. Ricky, a.k.a. the Master of Mayhem. The Playmaker, Darnell Salins. David LaFon. Carson Babini. They've all been on this show. And I've already asked them about this match before. Okay? Now, they've all had some different views on the match. But when I ask them about the reactions, oh, they know it so very well. And they are aware of what Brock Lesnar did. At least I believe. I'm not so sure about my buddy Carson, but... It wouldn't surprise me if he didn't know about it. Because after the... Because so, if, as basically I'm going to say, like, so during the match, as we know, the crowd was not into it. I mean, y'all remember the chance. So, as we know, when Brock Lesnar went through the curtain to go backstage, there's a video that saw, that saw him throw the Universal title towards Vince McMahon. And, of course, we all know after that that Vince McMahon shouted... Subbed into Brock Lesnar, but I'm not going to say it on the show. But for those of you that don't know, Vince McMahon obviously responded by, you know, blurting, you know, something to Brock Lesnar. I would strongly recommend that you look up the video because I don't think it's appropriate to say it right here, right now. Anyway. It was strongly indicated that Brock Lesnar was on his way out at that point. Because Brock Lesnar was not happy with the reaction from the match. And part of me believes that maybe Brock Lesnar was not happy with how the match was planned. You know, whatever. The bottom line is, Brock Lesnar was unhappy, okay? So after he threw the belt, okay? Of course, Shane McMahon is so surprised that he was there. But according to this story, 
Shane McMahon was in, you know, in wrestling terms, the gorilla position. <coughs> Excuse me. So after Brock threw the belt to Vince and continued on backstage, Shane reportedly wanted to go after Brock Lesnar. That tells me Shane McMahon wanted to confront Brock Lesnar. And Shane McMahon, I would imagine that in his mindset, if I have to fight the guy, then so be it. Okay? It's no surprise because Shane is a McMahon. And to be a McMahon means you have courage, you have guts, you are not afraid of anything. And if you see an employee act out of line, an employee be unprofessional, or an employee just doing something absolutely stupid, you are not going to let it slide. So for Shane McMahon to see the Beast incarnate throw the belt to his dad like that, of course you're going to be upset. Okay? So at the end of the day, Shane McMahon was just being a, a loving son you mess with my dad, you mess with me. I mean, I've, I I know that's like, okay? We all want to take care of our dads the same way they took care of us growing up. We always want to have our dads back. And what, and Rodoc said on, this, on his show that he wasn't exactly sure, I believe, you know, why Shane was so pissed off. I mean, I'm not, and again, you know, the whole thing is just, you know, quite, well, okay, no, Rodoc said he wasn't sure why Brock Lesnar was upset, Okay. So after that, Shane basically, you know, supposedly t attempts to go after Brock, but I, from what I understand, Road Dog, you know, restrains him or prevents him and tells him to just let it go, let it go, you know, like that. I mean, even according to this, Road Dog even acknowledges that he wasn't sure if this whole thing was a work or if it wasn't. To me, it doesn't seem like it was a work. This looks like it was totally legitimate. Brock threw the belt, Vince got pissed off, and then the whole thing. I don't think this was any work. I think this was all legitimate, okay? Now, speaking of somebody going after Brock Lesnar, for those of you that remember the SummerSlam of 2016 and that match between Brock and Randy Orton, the way it ended, okay? There's a story that Chris Jericho was so angry that Chris Jericho actually confronted Brock Lesnar. I don't know the complete whereabouts of that story, but I've heard rumors that Chris Jericho was angry and confronted Brock Lesnar about it. Now... Speaking of whether it was scripted or not, I mean, the finish between the Brock Lesnar and Randy Orton match, I mean, we all recall how Randy Orton was bleeding heavily after those elbow shots that he took from Brock Lesnar. Now, that's another story for another time. But going back to Road Dogg, it's confirmed right there he, he, that, that Road Dogg wasn't sure why Brock Lesnar was upset after the WrestleMania 34 main event. Now, these are just assumptions. I would imagine that Brock was happy again, like I've just said, that maybe he wasn't happy with how the match was written, how the match went, or the reactions from the crowd. I mean, there's probably a lot of reasons why Brock was upset, okay? But for Shane McMahon to actually, you know, want to go after, you know, a guy as tough as Brock Lesnar, I mean, I mean, huh, at the end of the day, we shouldn't be surprised because, again, a McMahon is going to be a McMahon. You do not mess with a McMahon. I mean, look at Vince McMahon's track record with everything he's been through, all the bait, all the odds that were against him, and how he always made it out. <laughs> so yeah, you do not mess with a McMahon. So that's that's basically the story from about Shane McMahon apparently wanting to go fight Brock Lesnar because this is what it's all about. This is what the situation is playing out because because I'm sure if there would have been a confrontation, there would have been a fight. But Shane McMahon basically at this point. You do not mess with the McMahon family because if you do, you will get what you have coming. There will be serious repercussions. But from what I understand, it seems it seemed that Brock and Vince quickly patched things up, and I guess they just went on their merry way. 
But the fact that this just came out from a window from 24 to 48 hours in the past 24 to 48 hours about Shane McMahon wanting to go after, wanting to or try to go after Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 34, well, again, it's no surprise. Now keep in mind, Shane McMahon did actually compete at that WrestleMania. He teamed up with Daniel Bryan to take on Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. We all remember that. So that was that WrestleMania moment. But speaking of a Shane McMahon WrestleMania moment, I mean, quite frankly, there's a lot of them. I mean, we'll never forget WrestleMania 17, the street fight with his dad. That was one thing. And of course, um, Shane McMahon actually returned at the Royal Rumble, and we all saw what happened, right? <laughs> and from what I understand, I mean, I, I never really saw a full confirmation report about the sort of injury that he sustained. Okay, some of them said that it was a knee injury, and some were some actually strongly insisting that the man tore his quad. <laughs> and R Rene Dupree, on his show, the Café, Café de René, basically <laughs> released a video saying, what is it with the McMahons and, their, and tearing their quads? Because, as we will no doubt recall, the infamous Royal Rumble moment when Vince McMahon tore his quad. I mean, I even did an episode on this freaking show about it. So it's just so interesting, like father like son. Vince tears his quad, and then Shane does it. But the difference was, it's not that, someone said the difference is with one was at the Royal Rumble, and one was at WrestleMania, and it was so many years later. I mean, that's one thing. Here's the main difference of them all, y'all. Vince McMahon's quad-tearing moment was basically from something that should not have happened. Okay, now both, now none of these were scripted, of course. But in Vince McMahon's case, he came out to the ring and tore both his quads because something that happened that wasn't supposed to happen. Shane McMahon basically leaps up into the air and then, you know, lands and then boom, okay? And then, of course, we also, we also we all saw what Snoop Dogg did, you know, the people's elbow and this whole program with The Miz. Now, some have actually insisted that this was all part of the, that this was all part of, of, the, of the show that may, I mean, I don't know, I mean, I don't recall seeing any official report that Shane McMahon was legitimately injured. I mean, again, this whole, <laughs> this whole thing is just, you know, ugh. This is, I mean, now wrestling, I mean, there's actually a, a, a uh, there is an injury update, okay. Now he's, yeah, yeah, he sort of torn quad triceps. So yeah, <laughs> so he did, a, apparently it seems that he did legitimately, yeah, he did legitimately tore his, tear his quad because even Sports Illustrated mentioned it. And so did Bleacher Report. Even, even Fox News. I mean, oh, Fox News. Even Fox News releases a story conferring that Shane McMahon tore his squad. So I don't even know why I didn't look this up until now. Okay, I mean, I'm sorry. I got so deep into the moment with the whole, with the whole thing about Shane McMahon wanting to go after Brock. I could not fight it. I couldn't resist. I wanted to come here on my show and talk about it. <laughs> uh, so, and the fact that Fox News... Apparently, even released a story that Shane suffered a torn quad. Man, oh man, oh man. So now, this brings up to Shane McMahon being back. Because we were all convinced that he would never ever return to the WWE. Because of what happened at the Royal Rumble in 2022. So much controversy surrounding the Men's Royal Rumble. Because number one, we'll never forget. The match was awful. We talked about all the buddies that I mentioned earlier. Carson, David LaFon, Darnell Salins, Mark Broberman, Ricky Litwinkowicz. They all said the same thing. They did not like the 2022 Men's Royal Rumble match. In fact, I'm sure that all of them were so unimpressed that they all felt like they wasted their time. I certainly felt that way. 
Because what's I mean, of course, then we all saw what after was Shea, after Shane McMahon was you know quietly. I mean, even though they said that he was quietly let go, I mean, for something that was supposedly quietly done, there was a lot of stories about it, and there was a lot of basically a lot of stuff surrounding the controversy. So as we know, Shane McMahon was basically a huge part of the Royal Rumble, not as a not just as a competitor, but in behind the scenes as well, according to the research. He was brought in to basically be one of the writers and producers of the match. But Shane McMahon caused a lot of problems because he wanted to book the match around himself. Now, if we remember correctly, if I remember correctly, he came out as the 28th, 28th entrance and lasted until the final three when he was tossed out by Brock Lesnar. If I remember correctly, the final four of the 2022 Men's Royal Rumble match was Riddle, Drew McIntyre, Shane, and Brock. And Brock, of course, went on to win it. And there's also that story that that's J, that uh, Shane McMahon openly buried fellow producer Jamie Noble, and the way and that Shane was completely adamant about booking the match around himself, making him look good, that he wanted to put himself over rather than rather than the, than all the other talents like Riddle, Owens, Biggie, etc., etc., etc. I mean, again, this is all just, you know, this is all just from what I've read, okay? So, and that Shane basically, that as a result of all this, there was massive backstage heat, especially in the locker room. So, and that, and you know, and recently, and speaking of Shane McMahon from the Roy Rumble of 2022, you know, as I was preparing to do this episode, you know, Shane McMahon's payoff for that match, you know, according to Talk Sport, 700,000 euros. Well, yeah, 700,000 euros. I mean, that's one thing. And, and then another one would say that it was over 800,000 American dollars. Now, let's keep, let's keep in mind, I mean, the euros and like that is, is different than, than the American dollars. But it doesn't surprise me. I mean, he was paid in a, a lot of money. But there was also a lot of sources saying that Shane didn't actually have a contract with a company, that he was working, you know, what they call a handshake deal. But, you know, when your dad's the, when your dad's the owner and everything of the company, I mean, he could just bring you in for one day. Have you do a certain amount of work, and then you'll and then give you a large paycheck, and that that's father that's father son love right there. But but you know, I I won't even imagine. I mean, I wonder why why this. I mean, some of this was released actually in the summer of last year as well. But as far as you know, the the paid ridiculous amount. I mean, this thing came out in I mean Sports Kita as well, and a website called Gimme Sport released this back in January of this year. So. So I would imagine that maybe the ridiculous amount of money, I mean, if, if the wrestlers back then didn't know about it then, and if they know about it now, then I'd imagine that there's probably even more heat about about Shane. But the fact is, Shane came back uh, at WrestleMania, even though we were supposedly convinced that he would never ever be brought back, because when he was quietly let go, like, basically WWE had plans for him moving forward. I mean, after he was let, you know, let go, I mean, I, mean, I, still, I still have a hard time basically kind of basically convinced that he was let go, because again... A lot of sources said that he didn't. He was not officially under contract with a company, so maybe I, I would imagine that if they just probably say quietly let go just for headline reasons. I mean, I don't know, but or maybe because there's only so much that the other sources know. This is all they can go with. So if he didn't have an official contract, I imagine. Vin, I mean, from what I understand, Vince was Vince was extremely pissed at his son. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a yelling match between the two. I mean, sometimes when a father and son see business business things differently, of course it's going to happen. But, but again, I mean, 
if if Shane is guilty from all that, you know, like booking the match around himself, you know, and being adamant about it. I mean, this whole thing being supposedly a whole, you know, it's it's an all an, an ego thing, and him, you know, wanting to go over it but not putting the other talents over, and then him, some allegedly openly burying Jamie Noble and just causing a lot of problems backstage, which garnished a lot of heat. I mean. If that was the case, if Shane McMahon caused problems, then at that point, Vince McMahon had absolutely no choice. Now, whether I agree with Vince or not, it's completely irrelevant, but I do agree with Vince. He has to do what he has to do to keep the locker room, you know, to, to keep basically the heat low and, you know, to keep the positive vibes in the locker room. So, so based on everything that happened, you know, involving the, the Royal Rumble 2022 with Shane McMahon, you know, seeing him back at WrestleMania was extremely exciting, but I'm kind of getting ahead of myself because I mentioned he was scheduled to compete so after he was let go after the Royal Rumble of 2022, it was there was all there was all these reports said that he would he had been scheduled to compete at the Elimination Chamber as well as the WWE's upcoming uh, show in Saudi Arabia. He was also even even uh, planned to actually be part of the WrestleMania 38 card. There's two things out of it actually. One source said that he was well. One this was actually the same source. It said that he was supposedly being planned for a WrestleMania run with Seth Rollins. But also, it was possible that he was actually going to be have a have a feud with Bobby Lashley. In that case, I kind of say, well, I would imagine that Shane McMahon versus Bobby Lashley happening that was very likely rather than Shane rather than Shane and Seth Rollins because again, Seth Rollins, you know, eventually that whole thing with Cody, who Cody made his return at the Rumble. So anyway, I mean, this is assuming that this was this was before. I mean, if if, if at that point, if it January of twenty twenty two. If Cody being back at the company was not really thought of yet, or if it wasn't sure, then then I could basically see you know Shane McMahon and Seth Rollins you know having a WrestleMania program. Although you would ask yourself who's the face or who's the heel, but but again the bottom line is we all thought that Shane would never be seen in WWE again. He came back at WrestleMania and look how that turned out. I mean he tore his freaking quad. So <laughs> so a father like son moment for Vince for Vince and Shane. His dad tears his quad in 2005 at the Royal Rumble. And Shane tears his quad at, at, at his father's greatest invention, WrestleMania. Oh, boy. You know, Shane, where he is, you know, at his age, you know, look. I have no doubt in my mind that Shane is still extremely tough. That Shane is still very athletic, okay? And the fact, even at this point, even though Shane is still willing to take those, those bombs... Still willing to pull off those high-flying maneuvers that he's been so well-known for. Look, I praise Shane for that. I mean, he, again, he's a, he's a McMahon. <laughs> again, when you're a McMahon, you're not afraid of anything. You'll do anything. You'll do what you have to do if it, if it means it's good business. Okay? But right now, at this point, I, I think, honestly... but And, and Shane, the way, the way he tore his quad, I mean, honestly... I think we'll probably see... Well, we may see Shane again in the future in the company, provided that everything, you know, is good... I can only hope. I, I only hope that maybe he's you know made amends with the locker room and everybody you know based on what happened at the Royal Rumble of last year. But but I, I can tell you this. I mean Shane Shane McMahon, you know at WrestleMania, but Shane McMahon come back in the company moving forward. Uh, I mean I, I don't know. I mean never say never. But really at this point, I mean I don't, I don't know how if Shane McMahon can really continue to actually to compete you know as a wrestler now. If Shane McMahon was to basically kind of acquire a huge business role, you know, backstage or whatnot, you know, as long as things are done smoothly and correctly, then I guess it, it could work out. But, you know, Shane asked me, I mean, I mean, again, I mean, I don't even know. 
I don't even know exactly you know, where, where things go moving forward, but um, but right now all these things you know right now happening with Shane. I mean, the the the, the shocking return at WrestleMania, the whole thing with him and Brock Lesnar, and then of course you know, the opportunity of, to kind of basically talk about the Royal Rumble last year. I basically wait. I basically felt this was the moment to finally do an episode, you know, specifically about Shane McMahon. So here we are, ladies and gentlemen. And basically, the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth, and the truth is. Whatever the future holds for Shane McMahon in the, in the WWE, well, absolutely, I have no clue because of, of of all the things going on with the company right now with Vince McMahon. Honestly, we have no, we have absolutely no idea what what the future what the future holds for WWE. So there's really, honestly, not much to go on. But some would say maybe there's nothing to go on as far as the future goes. Ladies and gentlemen, Ringside Chaos is available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. So please do me a favor. Subscribe to my show. And on YouTube, please, please, please hit the notification button. Hit the notification button on Spotify and all the other platforms as well. Because ladies and gentlemen, if you love professional wrestling, then I promise you Ringside Chaos is the pro wrestling podcast for you. Thank you all very, very much ladies and gentlemen. And God bless.